Welcome in to another episode of A Cali Green Monster, episode number 11. It is Friday, January 29th, 2021, and it's a feel-good Friday. What better way to end the week on a good note than to talk some sports? So sit back, let's take a break, let's talk some sports. Specifically, let's talk Matty Stafford, the Lions quarterback, He's been the quarterback since they drafted him number one overall in 2009 from the University of Georgia. He's had a pretty solid career, been arguably a top 10, top 15 quarterback each year in the league. Many people would even consider him underrated because even though the Lions haven't been that great of a team, he's been a consistently good quarterback, has elevated a lot of people around him, you know, all while taking a beating. You know, he's ultimate competitor. Last year, I mean, he had a broken back and was still playing in games. And he's now voiced to the organization that he is looking for a trade and wants out and doesn't want to be part of the rebuilding process with them bringing in a new coach, Dave Campbell. And the organization has agreed to it. So I just want to run down a list of potential landing spots and give you my prediction of where I think Matt Stafford is going to end up going. So first, a couple honorable mentions of teams that have been brought up, but I don't think Matt Stafford's going to go to is, you know, one, the Chicago Bears, you know, they're a team that I don't think, you know, Mitch Trubisky, I think is not going to be returning this year. There's been a lot of talk about that. Uh, But the thing is the Chicago Bears, um, they, you know, they also need a quarterback. They've been a team that hasn't had a really quarterback throughout their, you know, entire history. I mean, even in 1985, when they won their Super Bowl, you wouldn't really say that McMahon was what was bringing what won the Super Bowl. It was their their big defense. So, you know, the Bears are thirsty for a quarterback, but at the end of the day, they're in division with the Lions. So, I don't see the Lions trading Matt Stafford to a team where they're going to have to face him twice a year. So, I don't think that's going to happen. The New England Patriots, they have a lot of cap space. Uh, since losing Tom Brady, they've needed a quarterback. They brought in Cam Newton last year. He didn't seem to be the answer. He wasn't throwing very many touchdowns, and he was used almost more like a power running back than a quarterback. But I also see that the old coach for the Detroit Lions was Matt Patricia, and a lot of rumors were that he wasn't very well liked in Detroit. And so with him leaving, he actually went back to New England. So he's going to be part of the New England coaching staff. So if those rumors were true that Matt Patricia wasn't well-liked, I don't know if Matt Stafford is jumping at the opportunity to maybe go rejoin a coach that he might not have seen eye-to-eye with. But like I said, I don't really know. I'm not up close with the situation. I'm just kind of reporting what the speculation is around the Internet and around the league and what you hear from from shows um, the Patriots, I don't think, are a quarterback away from being relevant again. Because if you look at two years or last season, well, not the 2020 season, but the 2019 season, their last season with Tom Brady, you know, Tom Brady didn't have enough and they weren't able to, they got bounced in the wild card round. And in my opinion, I think Tom Brady is a better quarterback than Matt Stafford. So 
if Tom Brady can get it done with the, the Patriots roster, I don't think bringing in Matt Stafford is going to be the thing. So I don't see the Patriots either giving up valuable assets or a, a high draft pick to bring in Matt Stafford. And then the New York Jets, that's been a team that's been tossed around with, you know, mostly hearing it with the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. So I see that being, um, I see them being more relevant on the Deshaun Watson front. But with the Jets, you know, they could use Matt Stafford. He has an upgrade over Sam Darnold. He's a good veteran leader. But I don't see Matt Stafford leaving the Detroit Lions, a situation where he sustained a lot of losing seasons. Um, it's now part of a re- it's now a rebuild, and he's voiced that he doesn't want to be a part of a rebuild. Rebuild, and going to the New York Jets would be exactly that. So I don't see him going to New York. So the first of my three candidates that I think are real landing options for Matt Stafford: first, San Francisco. You know, two years ago they were in a Super Bowl. People think that they were just a good quarterback play away. From winning the Super Bowl, Jimmy G had a big missed throw at the end of the fourth quarter that could have gone for a touchdown, but it was an overthrow. And a lot of people point to that as, you know, Jimmy G might not have been the guy. Last year was a real prove-it year for Jimmy G, and he didn't really kind of live up to basically the price tag that he has for him. Because if you remember, he started off his career, I think, seven games undefeated. So, I mean, he got signed to a big extension for San Francisco. So, for example, this upcoming year, he cost $26.9 million against the salary cap. But last season, while dealing with injuries, he only threw seven touchdowns and five interceptions. And with having Kyle Shanahan as your coach, you know, a guy who's known for coaching high-powered offenses, you know, Kyle Shanahan, when he was an offensive coordinator with the Atlanta Falcons in 2016, that offense was so so um so good and it was so efficient at scoring and it basically they went to the super bowl and you know we can all remember what happened when they went up 28-3 against the patriots but you know that's that's a story for another time so when you look at just the you know the money that that Jimmy G's going to would cost the team against the salary and it would only cost the 49ers 2.8 million dollars to cut him and free up all that salary cap so I think that's why there's the general assumption that Jimmy G's gone, and I don't know if they would bring Jimmy G back for a cheaper, um, cheaper contract, but I don't see that. So Matt Stafford could realistically, he makes a similar salary to Jimmy G. So if you were to get rid of Jimmy G and his salary hit, you could make room to bring in Matt Stafford, and Matt Stafford's a veteran quarterback. And if, if the 49ers truly are quarterback away, that could be the move. They also have the 12th overall pick in 2021, and they have a compensatory pick because their defensive coordinator, Coach Sala, left for the Jets. So they have the assets to make the move. But I think one of the key things when we're thinking about San Francisco is that they still have Nick Mullins at quarterback, and he's really capable. And since they are picking more on the high end of each round, they could realistically wait till day two of the NFL draft and pick up a quarterback and develop over time because there should be some quarterbacks available in the second round when they're picking. We can go over more about um, you know the, the NFL draft once we're getting closer and once we've seen the pro days and and the combine stats and everything. Um, so, but with that being said, I can I can see even though San Francisco has a lot of reasons for taking Matt Stafford. 
I don't think San Francisco is going to be in the landing spot. The other team, another team to bring up is the Washington football team. They're a team that truly needs a quarterback. So a couple of years ago, they drafted Dwayne Haskins in the first round, I think 17th overall. He was the hometown guy. He grew up in the Washington, D.C. area, played his quarterback at Ohio State in college. Um, he was highly touted, but, you know, he just he flamed out and they cut him. I mean, there was I don't know if it, it wasn't really just his physical abilities, because if you ask his old coach at Ohio State, Urban Meyer, Dwayne Haskins is considered one of the most talented players he's ever coached. But so Dwayne Haskins is out of the equation there. Alex Smith, at this point in his career, he's established himself as a as a good veteran quarterback after being considered a first round bust when he first started in the league. But at the end of the day, it's not really it's his ability that I don't think Washington football, you know, he's a, he's definitely a capable quarterback and I would want him quarterbacking my team. But after that gruesome broken leg, every time you would see Matt, uh, Alex Smith take a hit, it was almost like you're holding your breath, like, please don't be hurt. So if anything, I would rather see Alex Smith retire and just, you know, enjoy that he had a respectable career and enjoy his life with his family. So, you know, I think Washington football team, they're they really need a quarterback. And, you know, they're, I think they are a team that when you look at a team that is a quarterback away, that definitely is, uh, describes the Washington football team. You know, they have a very good defense. Um, Chase Young has looked like he's just going to be a complete game changer in every game that he's a part of by the pressure he can put on the quarterback. They've got really good wide receivers led by Terry McLaurin. Antonio Gibson, the running back last year, had an awesome year. If you had him in fantasy football like I did, he was an awesome surprise. And Coach Ron Rivera is an excellent coach. So that's a good situation in, the, in, in Washington football team. They play in the NFC East, which is arguably one of the weaker divisions in the, in the NFL. They have the Eagles, who are a complete mess. They don't even know who their quarterback's going to be. They had to fire their coach because of basically philosophical differences with the owner, even though they have a statue of the coach at the stadium, so that's a little weird. And then the Giants and Cowboys are just question marks that you can't really pick as as like viable or like lock it in NFC favorites. So, you know, it's a favorable division. And then Washington football team does have the assets. They have five picks in the top 115 picks in the NFL draft. Um, that includes the 19th overall pick. You know, at 19, Washington football team can't really hope to draft a quarterback that would really impact their team this year. So I think it might be better for them to, you know, go out and look for a veteran quarterback that could hopefully, you know, get this Washington football team to be dangerous and Super Bowl you know, threatening for a Super Bowl or be dangerous in the NFC in the upcoming year or two. And then, but the thing is with this organization, you know, Washington football team, it's named that because, you know, their owner, Dan Schneider, was hold, had, a, had a, drawn a line in the sand basically for a, a lot of, a number of years and that they weren't going to change the name of the Washington Redskins. He didn't care how many people found it offensive, even though in the, in the modern age, having a team called the Redskins it didn't bother him, but, you know, after having a lot of pressure from sponsors when FedEx was was threatening to pull their sponsorship and have their name removed from the stadium, Dan Snyder finally acquiesced, you know, so that and just on top of the name change, there's the allegations of lawsuits with um, sexual harassment with the cheerleaders and front office staff. So there's a lot of stuff going on in Washington, D.C. that make it suggest that it's not the greatest organization to be a part of. And they have a history of losing. 
So going from one NFC team that, you know, in the Lions where they are known for losing and just being a trash organization, I don't know if Matt Stafford is necessarily going to want to jump to another organization with that similar kind of stigma and stink about them. Which brings me to the the last team and the team that I think is most likely going to get Matt Stafford. It's Indianapolis Colts. Phillip Rivers just retired. Colts new quarterback. Their coach is Frank Reich. He's a great quarterback-centric coach. And their GM, Chris Ballard, has shown that he's willing to trade away assets if it means getting their team into contention right now and to make a play right now. Last year, they traded away their first-round pick to the 49ers for DeForest Buckner, and he was a complete impact, and he was worth every bit of that trade by the impact he brought on the defense. So Chris Ballard, he definitely is not afraid to pull the trigger when he sees a player that can really you know, help a team win now, and that's exactly what the Colts are. They are in the same division as the Houston Texans, so they're automatically, in my eyes, out of the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. So for a team that really needs a quarterback um, and not being in the market or in the, or even in the running for the top quarterback in the market, it's going to put even more importance that they get Matt Stafford on their team. They have the 21st overall pick, so I think that that would be enough to give to the Lions in exchange for Matt Stafford or even a package of mid-round picks if you were to maybe throw in a second, third, and a fourth or something like that. Um, So I think that they have the assets to get it done. And, you know, Matt Stafford is leaving a a losing situation in Detroit. It's a losing situation. It's a rebuilding situation. And so whereas the Colts have a history, or at least a history since Peyton Manning was their quarterback of, of winning, they won a Super Bowl. When Andrew Luck was their quarterback, they had success. So they're a fan base in an organization that is, looking for success, is ready to get back into contention. They had a a promising season this year. In my opinion, Matt Stafford is an upgrade over Phillip Rivers, so I think that the Colts would be even more dangerous. So I think that that's the move to make. They've got a strong offensive line. They've got good receivers. They've got good running backs, and they've got a really good defense. Matt Stafford, I think, is the last piece of that puzzle. And if he becomes their quarterback, the Colts are definitely going to be a team to look out for to threaten the Chiefs in the AFC next year. So um, if I'm going to hammer it in, I think Matt Stafford is going to the Indianapolis Colts. We'll revisit this, but I think it's as good as done. Before I end today's episode, I just want to have the obligatory Red Sox talk. It's talk that doesn't necessarily have to do with exact Red Sox news, but when I woke up in the middle of the night to use the restroom, my Bleacher Report app was reporting on a trade with Nolan Arenado, and it was discussing between the Rockies and the Cardinals. But the thing is, I don't follow either of those teams, and they abbreviate the Rockies as the Rocks, so R-O-X. So I'm just seeing <clears throat> Arenado and then Rocks and trade. So in my mind, it was just like, oh, my God, the Red Sox are trading for Nolan Arenado. And then, you know, honestly, I was pretty excited for like 10 seconds of my midnight piss. But then I actually read on like rocks and cardinals. So as a Red Sox fan, it was a a nice 10 to 15 seconds in the middle of the night thinking that we were going to get the best third baseman in the MLB. But alas, you know, the Red Sox are a team that's trying to cut budget and they're being cheap for being one of the richest teams in the MLB. So... 
with that being said, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you have any questions, leave comments on the Facebook page. You can leave comments on Podbean. If you are part of Apple Podcasts, please uh, subscribe and rate five stars. I really appreciate it. Um, Hope you guys enjoy the rest of your Friday and have a kick-ass weekend. Thank you very much. And until next time, peace.